Imagine having a track record of earning dividends for over 100 years, but not only that, but being able to apply those dividends for more compound interest. Hello and welcome to the Durham Talents Channel. My name is Jesse Durham. For today's installment in our Encyclopedia series, we're going to be covering dividends. Here we talk about how to use properly structured whole life policies with mutual companies that pay dividends for the implementation of the infinite banking concept for becoming your own banker as outlined in R. Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Let's dive in on what dividends are and how we're going to use them. Let's start by first pointing out that dividends are paid to mutual life insurance policy owners based on the general performance of a company. So when a mutual life insurance company experiences profitability, policy owners, policy holders in that company receive dividends. Good mutual life insurance companies have paid dividends well in excess of the past 100 plus years consecutively. So again, for those implementing the infinite banking concept, you're wanting to own policies with mutual companies that have a track record of paying 100 plus years consecutively when it comes to dividends. Now, dividends are not part of the guaranteed growth of a properly structured whole life policy. So there is guaranteed growth in a policy. Dividends are not guaranteed when you're looking at an illustration. The non-guaranteed side of an illustration will be including the projected dividends. Now, however, once dividends are awarded to policy owners, then the growth that a policy would experience in its death benefit and therefore in its cash value are guaranteed from that point. They cannot go down. Once the dividend is awarded and applied to the policy, and you can do several things with a dividend, but particularly let's say that you elected for your dividend to buy paid up additional insurance. That dividend buys you additional death benefit that cannot go down once it's been awarded. And because it's bought additional death benefit, that means that the cash value of your policy will increase. And dividends can become substantial, of course, the longer a policy is in effect. Now, because we've already pointed out that good mutual life insurance companies have paid dividends for over 100 years, let's also point out that dividends technically, when it comes to tax purposes, Dividends are categorized as a return of premium because as policy owners, we pay premiums. Okay, And when you use dividends to buy paid up additional insurance, that's essentially you paying premiums into your paid up additions rider of your policy, buying paid up additional insurance. And these dividends are referred to, categorized for tax purposes as a return of premium. Now that is important for a few reasons. One, because it is not taxable. If it is a return of premium as far as tax purposes go, then that's not something that you are being taxed on. And when you walk this scenario out big picture wise, of course, and realize that the internal revenue system, the IRS itself, did not even exist prior to 1913, and there are several mutual life insurance companies that have been paying dividends and existing and being profitable long before the IRS even existed. That's why 
these policies have the tax treatment that they do because these life insurance companies were around before the IRS itself was even around. Now, we'll go ahead and mention here that there are detractors to whole life insurance and to infinite banking that will say that you overpaid for a policy, and that's why you're getting this dividend. That's why you're getting this return or premium. If you would like some further detail on that particular subject, I just wanted to mention it here. We have a whole series and playlist on the myths, mysteries, and misconceptions surrounding infinite banking and whole life insurance, and I've particularly covered dividends. Now, as a policy owner, you will have several options of what to do when you are awarded a dividend. One, and the most preferential for implementing the infinite banking concept, is to take your dividend and buy paid up additional insurance. That increases your death benefit, that increases your cash value, and then, of course, that just allows more compounding and more compounding over your lifetime. And again, the dividends can become substantial later on, even to a point where dividends can pay for ongoing policy premiums, making the policy very efficient in later years when we may be wanting passive income. But there are several other options. One option, and Nash actually did this, R. Nelson Nash, in his book, he talks about how he reduced premiums for the first 15 years of owning a policy before really wrapping his mind around and conceiving infinite banking. So you can use your dividend to reduce your regular scheduled ongoing premiums. So that would be less out of your cash flow to pay for ongoing premiums because you're using the dividend. Of course, Nash regretted having done so because once he understood the potential for compounding and reapplying that capital back to the policy itself for additional growth uh, meant that he missed out on 15 years of that type of growth. But it's still an option that you have. Another option that you have, of course, is simply to receive that money. You could have a check in the mail every year that you're given a dividend. It could just be more cash for you. There are some mutual life insurance companies that would allow you to put a dividend into an interest-bearing account. And there are other options. So here I will just encourage everyone, of course, to know and to understand your own contract with the structure and the company that you have in that policy, in that whole life insurance policy, for you to know and understand your contract. I personally own multiple policies with multiple companies, and there are those nuanced differences, and yet there are several options that you have as a policy owner on what to do with the dividend. Let me also point out that dividends, when they are awarded, to you as a policy holder, a policy owner, of course, are going to be relative to the amount of premiums that you are paying for your policy or policies. Okay, so the dividends that you see receive, they, they will be relative to the amounts of premiums that you are paying, meaning you would not be the smallest payer of premiums and be the recipient of the greatest dividends within a company. So your dividends will be relative to the premiums that you pay. So I hope that this has been helpful. If you'd like more information about the titles and subjects around whole life insurance and the infinite banking concept, feel free to watch more in this particular series. 
If you have other questions, of course, I would encourage you to check out all of the information on our website on the other series that we cover, question and answer, client interviews, famous financial quotes that we cover and discuss, our general episodes, the myths, mysteries, and misconceptions playlist that we have, our life lessons. So we've got lots of information, but if you need more direct help, I would encourage you to watch my introductory presentation on the infinite banking concept and then you can find my calendar link also on our website where we could talk through your questions about what it could look like for you to implement the infinite banking concept in your household or your business or your investing so i hope that this has been helpful for you this has been a great pleasure for me i look forward to our next conversation have a great day take care